Recorded live.
Good morning, everyone. This is Allison, and welcome to MLC2 Community Call. I'm going to give a little bit of time just because people are still coming on the call, so I want to allow everybody to jump on before we start. It's good to be with you all. Okay, let's turn inward for a little bit of prayer. Take a deep breath. I start with gratitude for this call, for everyone on this call, and for the path that we are all on in this journey together. I ask that the Holy Spirit joins us and guides us through this call and that we remember always that the truth is that we will all come to the awareness, no matter where we start in this process, It doesn't matter because the awareness will come with the willingness and the work and the truth. We will always be guided and directed. I bless this call and everyone that's on it and that will listen to it, that we gain the maximum support and the maximum clarity. Grace and gratitude, I bless this call and so it is. Amen. I'm going to unmute everybody, and we can say good morning. If you have background noise, please mute yourself, and I'll let you know when we're all unmuted. So just one second here. Okay. Hello, everyone. You can speak freely. Good morning. It's Leslie from Michigan. Um, I stayed out all night. <laughs> And I'm going to take a walk soon, and I'm also on Um, Chris? Oh, I thought I... (laughs) 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 I I pressed mute and it didn't work, but I was talking to my roommate. This is Chris in San Diego. (laughs) Morning, Philip. Philip in D.C. I pressed the wrong one. Hi, it's Maggie in Pennsylvania. Okay, we have a lot of background noise here, and I can't even tell who it's from. So if you do have a lot going on, please mute yourself. Um, You can start two to raise your hand and start six to mute. So, okay, guys, how's everybody doing? Who'd like to share and start the call? Oh, I just want to say hello from Carla in Portland. I was distracted. <laughs> Hi, Carla. Hey. Well, I guess I, I can start. <clears throat> I, uh, I really... Coming back from the retreat, I really feel a lot more peace with my housemate and um, just letting her, I've I've realized I've chosen to let her in my house, or not let her, that's probably a bad way to put it, but I've chosen to have her in my house and, uh, and it's 
I was getting upset at all the things that I was choosing to do. I was choosing to be quiet in the morning. I was choosing to do all all these things that I was I was blaming her to do. And so I realized I want to take responsibility for that because I'm choosing that to have her here. And that is some of the things that come with it and some of the things I can communicate about and whether she is receptive to my communication, I used to get upset at that, and I'm not as much <laughs> and anymore because that's all I can do is try to, my best to communicate. And um, and actually, we're, we're, it's so much more ease. I, I feel it now that I don't have the inner tension I just feel so much more at peace. Um, you know, I'm just letting her do her thing, and and um, I get to make whatever choices I have to make for myself. And um, it's huge. It's a huge lesson for me because I tend to focus on the other person a lot, and um, I'm just not interested in that anymore. Um, I just um, was reading in the course, and something in the course jumped out at me that um, something, I'm not sure if this is exactly it, that analyzing the motives of others is hazardous to me. <laughs> and so I just put it up in the wall and uh, and just know that that's true for me. You know, so... Um, just a lot of uh, lessons, and I'm really grateful for all the lessons I've been getting, and I'm thank, I'm grateful um, um, because I'm, you know, I may not always be in the place I am now. I may be, I'll forget for a while or whatever, but I'm grateful even for that right now, <laughs> at least. So. Um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to share that because it really helps me, helps solidify it in my my mind, my head, and my psyche to hear myself say what I've chosen to do. So thank you, Elle. Thank you, Carla. I I want to let you guys know I met Carla at the retreat. And I just want to say if I was an Indian chief, that was to name people based on their personalities and their mannerisms, I would have named Carla, I am determined to see. So I just wanted to share that with everyone because it was just a pleasure to uh, be on that retreat and meet everyone. So just wanted to say that. So that's it. Well, maybe we should get together. I should figure out which part of the Enneagram because I cannot figure that out.
Hi, this is Margo. And I just wanted to thank everybody on the conference call that I had missed um, regarding my loss of my nephew. It, uh, it meant a lot to hear your prayers and your concern um, for my nephew's family and myself. And um, I'm in a lot of gratitude for everybody. Thank you. Hi, Margo. It's Leslie. It's so good to hear your voice. You've certainly oh, been in my you. thoughts and prayers. I know. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll put a question out there for everybody. I don't know if I am becoming more judgmental or if I'm just starting to notice my judgments more. I think it's the latter. I've never thought that judgment was a huge problem of mine. Um, but I'm definitely noticing more, like I notice when I judge, even if it's something like something on TV and if I judge it, I'm just like, what are you doing? I mean, I just can't believe how I judge things. And I know, like if somebody's getting on my last nerve, they're obviously, I'm, it's my opinion or judgment about something in their personality or something they're doing. And I guess I'm asking you all, what do you do to forgive the judgments? Because I know the things I've, the tools I've used that help me is, is I'm pretty good about remembering to whole Konopono the situation or the person. And I'm, I know about the forgiveness letter, and I know about putting, giving it up to the higher Holy Spirit self and putting it in my God box. But sometimes it just seems like it doesn't stick, and I guess you just have to do it like a thousand times a day, and then the next day the person's still on your last nerve, you just have to start all over again. I guess I'm feeling spiritually stupid like, like you guys were talking about a little bit last week. So any insights would be really, really gratefully accepted. <laughs> I think it's just a lot of practice, 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 mm-hmm. because it's rewire, you know, again rewiring our whole, our whole mind, um, because you know, again, the knowledge is already inside of you, and. Um, going to say something else and asking for help and guidance mm. from your higher Holy Spirit which I'm sure you're doing mm-hmm. that's all who, who was it that asked that question? Leslie, Leslie. <laughs> this is Kathy and I, I know just I have I have that same thing going on too, and it's just like I'm just one big walking judgment. <laughs> I think, oh my goodness! <laughs> but I and I and I think it is. It's over. It's practice over and over and over. And uh, and when we're that's just what it is. And sometimes it's thousands of times a day, and then thousands of times the next day. And I. I found one thing that at least I've been, because it seems like so much, 
stronger lately, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. But I am, but I have found that one little thing I can do. It's like I'm, I'm just everywhere I go. I'm judging the way somebody looks or the way they drive or just something idiotic. And I, but I found that at least I'm able a little while later. I'm not quite able to do it right at the time. But like yesterday, there was somebody that just cut me off, and they were on their cell phone, and I'm in my car just, you know, cussing them out. Oh, Kathy, don't do that. But I had to wait a little while. And then I was able to picture that person in the car and say, bless their day, bless their life, bless it the same way, keep them safe, um, the same way I want mine. But I had to wait a while. I couldn't do it right then. But I was able to do it later. So I figured that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> but I, I so understand. I so understand what you're talking about, and it's and it's not that there's a failure or anything. It's just it's it's been thousands of years we've been had that this habit. <laughs> it's habitual pattern, and so it takes practice, practice, practice. So I thank you for sharing that because I I'm there too. Thank you for sharing your insight. Bless their day, bless this person, bless this situation. I like that. Leslie, and this is Allison, and I certainly can relate to judgment. And one thing that I have done that has helped me a lot is when I feel the judgment, not to put attention to it. Sometimes when I'm judging and I think, oh, my gosh, I shouldn't be judging and I'm trying to redo my thought and all this work is involved on changing the thought, which kind of puts more attention on the thought. So mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes just not just saying, you know what, I'm just not going to put attention on that helps me. Oh, I like that. Thank you. I feel I've never thought of that. and That's a good idea. I think part of it, too, is I'm reading um, Disappearance of the Universe for the first time. I've never read that before. I'm almost completed with it. And I know Gary talks a lot. And I don't want to say jealous, but I think it's really neat that Carla and I think it was Allison went to the retreat and got to meet all those people. And that must have been just such a gift. Someday I I will get to meet them as well. But anyway, I just wanted to say about Gary, I know he talks to person Arten a lot about forgiveness and how he's almost there, and, and they talk about practice, practice, practice. And it's like, okay, when he's forgiving, is he, is he doing the same things that, that we're all doing? I mean, sometimes I feel like there's just some, and I'm sure it's my ego that thinks this, that there's just one little piece that's missing and then I'll have it. And I don't think that's true. I think it's just, every day and every moment, little by little. Because forgiveness, that's what he's talking about, is not judging things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was hesitating to speak because I've already spoken, I feel like. But this is exactly what was happening for me with my new housemate. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Everything is coming up for healing. That's what it is, I believe. And how can you be? How can you change it or 
pay attention to it or whatever you want to do. I don't want to say fix it. I, whatever you have to do to address it. Not have to. Whatever you want to do. Whatever is you'd like to do. Maybe that's the best word. But um, how can you do that before you know, before you're aware of it? And so I really know, I mean, at the time when you're when I was going through it, it didn't feel the greatest. It didn't. It it didn't. And uh, I guess um, I, I spoke of it on the retreat. But I had this um, awareness uh, half about halfway through or so toward the end, maybe, where I was like, it's like the circle is my life, a, a ball or whatever, and I, that true self is in the center of the ball. And to get to my true self, surrounded by my, by, my true self is surrounded by judgments. And mm-hmm. I was told that I have to go, it's, I have to go through all the judgments to get to my true self. And at first I was like, oh, I have to go through the judgments. Oh, it seems so awful. <laughs> And then, and then I realized, yay! I get to go through the judgments because I am going to my true self, and it was really exciting to me, and it was really joyous, and it was really uplifting. Now, when I'm in them, it's hard to remember that. It's definitely hard to remember that. It's very challenging. This, there's, there's no. I don't think there's any one thing that can be the answer or helpful. It's each person has what helps them. You know, I know for me it was lesson number two. I give everything the meaning it has for me. And if I remember what Jennifer said, that every that I don't, until I can see through all directions of time and space, I don't know what anything is for, but I am giving it all the meaning it has. And so, how? I mean, so I'm just kind of releasing it, you know. I think I know. I practiced for over 50 years giving the meaning, and I thought it was great at it. Uh, maybe I'm not as good as I thought. Because <laughs> I wasn't at peace for those 50 years for sure. I am much more at peace now that I don't. I'm not interested in giving it the meaning. I still do for a while. I think that's a very good insight to to realize what you give your attention to. Gina spoke about that. She is really a good teacher, and I learned a lot. How who who was? Gina Dawn Acres. She oh, is very practical, very practical steps. I feel that it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great visual, Carla. I love that, to to see my true self in the center and the judgments are surrounding me. And as I forgive those judgments, then my true self gets brighter and brighter. That's right. That's lovely. Yes. And, you know, when, I, when I'm in it's my... When you're feeling all lovely, like on this call, and after this call, it seems so easy, but it's when you're triggered or, you know, you're just emotional about something, that to me, that's when 
I don't know why it's so hard to remember at those times, but I guess the more I practice it, the more I'll remember to do it during those times. Because I do believe that. I don't know what anything is for. I totally believe that. I really do. Well, you know, this one of the words that really shifted things for me is opportunities. Every mm-hmm. single time that happens, those are opportunities for you to choose again. It's okay if you don't. I had I don't a lot of times, a lot of times, many times. But I just see them as opportunities and you know so I didn't I forgot last time, man. I, you know I'll get another opportunity. <laughs> I like that too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm really so grateful that I can help. I'm really that's a lot, that's that's huge for me. I I'm grateful back. It's we're one, right? So we're both grateful. <laughs> this is reminding me a lot of um, the word trust keeps popping into my head because I've gone into that place a lot where. I all I see is these judgments like you guys are talking about and how come I can't get out of them and um, um and I feel like sometimes I'm forgetting where the trust is kind of like what Jennifer talked about this week in the class call where am I putting my trust and faith and one of the things that I realized I'm putting my trust and faith is um the fact that I need to have all the answers you know like the ego I, I guess the the human side has to have all the answers, and um, I feel like for me that's a big, that's probably a big um, forgiveness lesson. And I think that that might be why part of a lot of the judgments are really, really intense, um, is because we're all coming to that point where, you know, whatever the, you know, the bigger blocks are just healing and starting to release. Mm-hmm. Great. Good point. Thank you, Maggie. I would be interested in hearing people. I've heard a couple people talk about challenges. Um, I know it's for me. It's been really good to release them by speaking them and just letting them go, speaking them with the intent of letting them go. So, um, um, I I would like to be helpful to someone who's willing to do that because. I'm holding the energy for everybody.
Hi, this is Nancy. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Um, well, my challenge... Pardon me? I just said hi, Nancy. That's all. Oh, okay. Um, my challenge is um, I hurt my arm two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. My left arm, shoulder, they think it's the rotator cuff. And that means I can't do my job anymore. So anyway, that's my challenge, um, letting that go. Um, actually, it's about accepting things the way they are, um, looking for the good in the gift uh, in this challenge, um, and releasing, it's releasing the meaning that I made, which I've, I'm, I think is what judgments are, the meanings that I've attached to something, which are usually bad. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, and um, I was listening to the class last night, and how she, or Thursday night, the uh, impersonal life, I've I've been reading that, and and the... um, The instructions to be still and know that I am God. Mm. And I've been doing that. And I also, um, the lesson that I've kind of been been on for a while is around my holiness. And and last night it was like, it was like my holiness is my salvation. Anyway. And with okay, the point being, um, it's all working, and and the trust, and it's all you know, the trust that trust and faith, and this is all part of the same thing for me. And last night, and it's like with this arm, the shoulder thing, it's like I'm having to lay on my back, and I'm tired of laying, I'm sleeping on my back, and uh, I would love to be able to sleep on one side or the other, but anyways. <clears throat> And it, it's like, it's one of those things, it's like, no, I want to sleep on my side. No, I want to sleep on my side. I'm tired of this. So doing the be still and know and in, in the um, the lesson also, I liked what Carla said about the her, her being inside the ball, center of the ball of judgments. And um, anyway, this morning it was like okay I know this this thing I always like to be in charge and uh, I was talking to my prayer partner last night and we were discussing about this trust (laughs) and I said well we're supposed to be able to trust God right and it's like and I keep saying yes I trust you I trust you and then I think okay I'm going to trust God I say, I'm saying to God, I trust you. I'm giving this to you. I know that you will do what's best for me and for everyone involved. And um, I'm, I know that's I know that's true. However, what I want you to do, the way I want you, to, the, I want to trust you that you're going to do it my way. And the thing that I know you're going to do for me. <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh, he knows that I'm thinking that way. So that's not really trust, is it? So anyway, I started laughing, and I was like, no, I'm not really trusting. I'm saying I am because I want to get what I want. I want it to be done my way. 
So that's not really trust in my view. <clears throat> but anyways, so I'm just simplifying it and simplifying it and bring it down to these these few things that I'm keeping in my mind and practicing. And um, so this morning it was like I, I wake up and then I go back to sleep and then I wake up and sleep. And, and each time I wake up, I go right to 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 connect with God. And in the in the um, the impersonal life, it says I forget what page. It says the whole thing point of this of this little book is for us to get the message, which is God and I are one. That's the whole point of the that's the whole that's the message of the book. And that's what Jennifer said was she's going to focus on this year was um, oneness. And so this morning it's like, okay, finally I got it. I said, we're one. God was telling me, it's like my higher Holy Spirit self was saying, we are one. You and I are one. And it's like this: when you think, when you know that, you don't need anything from the world. Because we are one. You are with me, I am with you, we are one. So you don't need anything. I don't need anything. But since I'm still in the world in a body, there are things I need to fulfill whatever I'm supposed to do in the world. Then I need things from the world to do that. But I really don't need anything, only to fulfill the function that he has for me. But when it's like, okay, stop and listen, we are one. Stop and listen. We are one. It's like, oh, okay. So I can sleep on my back until it's the whole point of this whole ordeal thing, challenge, is to to, um, to stop me, to make me stay and focus on him in the oneness. That's the whole point of this uh, situation. And... So I can stay on my back and focus on him. And it's like, you know, because everything else, even I sleep with the bedroom window open, even if it's only a crack. I've done that for most of my life since I've been on my own. It's, it's like that way because I was locked in a room and all that stuff, so away from everything in the world and people. So I this way, it's like I have some some control over. I can open my window and I can feel connected to the world. But I don't need anything from the world. So it's like I don't have to, you know. Anyway, so that was like kind of the last thing. It's like I really can close my window because God and I, he's with me here and I, he and I are are one. So it's like, okay. So anyways, I'm done. Oh, I had had two questions I was going to ask. I don't know if anybody can answer them. I don't even know if they're answerable. But someone could help me define what holiness is and what love is. If anybody's got any thoughts on how you know how you define holiness and love. If you don't, that's fine. <laughs> Thanks.
Hi, this is Chris. Um, you're not asking for much, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I said if you don't, you know. I knew um, that. Yes. <laughs> I the pause, the pause. I'm in the park. It might be the wind uh, blowing. Um, I'm going to say that holiness is everything God is. Because in the course it says uh, something about um, accept my holiness and that's it has to be the same as I am one with God. And when <laughs> look love up in the dictionary and then you'll you'll start giggling too. Nancy's Allison. Um, I think I would define holiness for me as being able to hear the Holy Spirit. I think I remember Go ahead. Go ahead. I think I remember Gary saying, I've, I've been um, in, um, let's see, one, uh, two or three or four different places with Gary that, that I've heard him. And I think he, if I remember, he defines holiness as, or it's like being, holy means whole, W-H-O-L-E, holy means whole, or someone has. So, um, I don't know. Oh, I was thinking this when I feel the the separation separation is oh forgot it. It was such a when I feel separate from God or love, then I think I need something from the world or I think I need the world. When I know I'm one with God, and I'm with God, and we're one, and together, then I don't need anything from the world. That's what I was, I think, this morning. It's like, oh, wow. And I think that's the message, or the the impersonal life. It's in the first or second chapter. I forget. It's like, Wow. So if I feel like I'm, not, I'm disconnected from God, then what else, what do I have? Where can I look? For, I want to be connected. But if I feel disconnected from God, life, love, then I don't like that feeling. So I want to change that feeling. I want to feel better. So if I don't know I'm connected still connected, but I actually believe I'm not, that I'm separate from him, then the world is the only other thing there is. Um, So I look out in the world and say, okay, how do I make myself feel better? What is in the world that can make me feel better? And it's like, wow. Does that make sense to anybody? Absolutely. Okay, thanks.
You know, Nancy, I just want to say I think it's awesome that you're able to use this physical situation and you're able to become closer to God with it. That's that's really awesome. Well, the interesting thing, thank you. Yeah, I I think that was the purpose of it, or that is the purpose of it, because the job I have is a, is I drive a transportation driver for a, a medical service company, and I lift like you know car seats, infants, seats, babies, and all that kind of stuff. Well, I can't do that. I won't be able to do that again. But the thing is, the way I got this job originally was back in 2003. In 2001, I had a freak accident and did the same, the rotator cuff on my right arm. And so it actually was the first day of a job I had, and I only had it for like five minutes (laughs) because it was a freak accident that I fell and hurt my right shoulder. And then, so then I couldn't do that job. And so then after a couple of years, um, I ended up with the job I want, this job that I wanted. And the thing that was is that the other job that I thought I wanted forever uh, was a well-paying job and everything. It was dealing with things. There were no people involved, not, you know, like on a, you know, all the time basis. And this job is just all about people, 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 you know, all day long. And it's like, okay, so now that's apparently this has come to an end of whatever that, and actually that was the Holy Spirit, while I was writing in my my journals, the Holy Spirit said, this is, there's some place I want you to go, and you're going to do, go there through this job. And so I've had this job since 2003, and apparently this is getting me to God, where apparently I was supposed to go. <laughs> So I don't know what the next phase is, but that's kind of the history of that whole thing. And this was another freak thing. So I don't know. I, I started laughing because um, Jennifer keeps saying, you know, about how everything is planned, gently planned by one who lovingly has, all, you know, the, the phrase she keeps saying, and I'm thinking gently. It's like I just focused on the word gently. It's like right, bang. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for the. Um, that was that was the thing about the holiness was is that I remember Gary saying. And he also said uh, the first time that I I met him, he 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 said to close your eyes and focus on a person that you're having difficulty with which are all the judgments. And he said, visualize the person, uh, say to the person, you are spirit, you are spirit, Um, you are spirit. All things are forgiven. Wait a minute. All is forgiven and you, you are spirit. All is forgiven and Release to God, something like that, I forget. It's in the disappearance. Um, Visualize the person rising up to the Holy Spirit. And all of the stuff, your judgments and everything you have placed on that person falling 
um, they're rising up to the Holy Spirit, and everything, all the judgments and stuff, are just falling off of them and staying on the ground. That's the first thing I I remember him ever saying. Beautiful. Yeah, it's it's in the disappearance. Oh, and then the other thing was he said, look in the mirror. That's for other people. You're forgiving other people. Then when you forgive yourself, you look in the mirror and you say, you are spirit. This your this body is not who you are. This body is just an image. It's not who you are. You are spirit. This body is not is just an image. It's not who you are or what you are. Those two things. So one for other people and one for yourself. And he is an awesome guy. <laughs> he, he's a, he, he is an awesome guy. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. I, I, I remember that here, reading about that visual art. It's a good thing to remember. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome, Carla. I'm done. I'll keep talking, but I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I think someone said something about when you're in the thing, it's the hard it's hard to remember this stuff when you're in actually in the situation. That's where it's like practicing trying to remember at the in the moment is hard for me. But now that I don't have to work, I don't, I don't even have to be distracted all day long by five million things every second. Now I'm sitting here, it's like I have no distractions, and it's like oh my gosh. So I think that's what was meant to be. The only way they they could stop me, God could stop me, and get my attention full time. Oh. And that's what my prayer partner keeps reminding me of too. A wise lady. <laughs> This is Chris. I'm not in the park any longer, so it might be a little quieter. Um, you know, in the forgiveness, um, the phrase that I can't remember in the books or whatever, I have it written down and occasionally go back to that. But I have been saying for for half of ever is um, just, I forgive you, you forgive me. God's love now sets us free. And then sometimes I add, you forgive you, I forgive me. God love now sets us free. And um, that's something you can, you, it's easy to remember. You can 
somebody says that you're triggered and you can say it real quick and then know all the other things that, they're, you know, go back and remember their spirit and, you know, all the, um, you know, a longer version, which by saying the shorter one, you kind of think all those things too. And um, that's, I have to, it's like the exercises are best for you, the ones you'll do. And uh, that phrase I have in my pocket and can, and can say it at a moment's notice. So I just wanted to share that. Ooh, that's, that's good. I like that. So, Chris, it was, I am free, you are free, God's love. No, no, free. no, no. I forgive. You. Oh, I forgive. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You forgive me. God's love now sets us free. This is the one I did with this guy. I say he he tortured me at work. I I would just that would be my mantra like all day mm-hmm. long. And um, he wound up retiring, and and I cried. I was so happy. I cried. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it took him a took a couple years of of saying that, you know, but. Yeah, I, I do so feel amazing. like I, yeah, yeah. But so, but the the thing that it is is I like things that are, you know. The, well, I don't I don't have the memory that some people have, and, and uh, I have copies of prayers I've been saying for years, and I still don't know them by heart, you know. And uh, but those short things I can remember, they jump into my into my consciousness or whatever. And I did feel like I wanted to report on last week. I, I think this, you know, I had asked for um, that I, to, to pray that I get done in um, San Diego what I need to get done and um, and be joyful with my time wherever it is. And uh, and then I asked my, uh, my niece and I, mastermind, and I put the same thing on the plate and she's praying for it. And no more than... Two hours later, my um, daughter-in-law called me up and was in a panic because they're going on vacation and the other grandma didn't want to be responsible for Ethan. So here she asked me to stay at their house for five days. And I go, hmm, this doesn't look like this is going to get done, you know. And I said, I'm not, I'm just not going to let that, I'm going to hold the possibility that this all fits in. And um, I, 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 it's, I'm, I'm like almost, I have to just be calm when I say it, but things are working out and things that I wanted to get done that I didn't even know were on my list because of this. We've talked about things and I went over there to see um, Ethan's sister in a, in a swim meet and got to talk to my son and then I got to talk to his wife and I got to talk to grandma and pulled all the sort of stories together and they everybody was reacting to something different and we didn't even have to have like a grand meeting and it looks like I may just stay over there one night to be with Susie, maybe two, the most would be three. And um, and uh, I got lemons from his tree. I mean, it just, um, and they swapped me out with a um, an upgraded iPhone. <laughs> and I mean, I just, it's these things that it just like, have such so blessings involved in this, but um, like I said, I I said, hmm, I can't imagine that this would be me getting all my stuff done, but um, 
it, it doesn't seem to be hurting it at all and helping in other ways. So I'm just I'm just ecstatic with with uh, I guess being able to take a deep breath and know that things that the Holy Spirit's working. So I um I hold this kind of things happening for everybody in the group and I, I did get a, a new a prayer box. It's a um a candy dish from my mother. My mother left me, it was my mother's and I have um I was listening to the um, first years, and they were saying, "What do you think? All these people you want to pray for them? Do you pray for them? Then what do you happens to them? You know?" And so anybody that asks me to pray for them, I put their name in there, and then um, pray for that certain times of the day. And then whenever I think of them, top top it up. I think I heard Jennifer say that recently, or in something I I played recently that. She might pray for somebody all night long because they keep coming to her mind. And so, anyway, I have a it's just a beautiful little prayer box that or candy dish that sparkles in the sun. Mm. And you're in it. I kind of feel compelled to tell you that um, it might be on the beginning of this this recording that I stayed out all night. Well, it was at my son's, at my grandchildren's house. <laughs> so, <laughs> and my, my roommate was taking the shower. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. It's great to hear you. I'd just like to thank everybody. It's just I always come through the call with a million things on my mind. And I always end the call with this great big huge smile on my face and everything is resolved and I'm ready to go on and enjoy my day. It's just incredible the energy. And uh it's so great to be a part of this group. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Margo, for speaking up. Uh, and thank you for sharing that. It might have been last week that how when you're under stress, how easy it is to isolate. And I just want to tell you, I so resonate with that. Uh, it's like, the, and I think it's just the ego wants you to to isolate. You know. Oh, absolutely. True, these, these these calls do they do lift you up and make you feel. You know, the energy is just changes the energy of your day, I think. I wish you loved lived closer because I just want to hug you so bad. 
Thanks. Ditto. And to let everybody know, I, I'm having just as much trouble with judgments. Um, I'm in the same boat. I, I think maybe it's the class and what we're learning is just bringing this all up and showing us mm-hmm. where we're at. And uh, I'd love to keep thinking that I am so enlightened, but I am so far <laughs> from it. It's just amazing. Oh, I hear you. Sometimes I think, too, if I could just live in a little bubble somewhere and just, like, meditate all day, then my life would be perfect because then I wouldn't be surrounded by people either and then nobody could get on my last nerve. <laughs> but I know that's not the point of all this, so. I've had those thoughts, too. Oh, and it was- <laughs> And for me, I'm learning the hard way. The worst thing to be is in my own head alone. Amen. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. But I think that's when you, we tend to isolate, and that's when you need to reach out to somebody you trust, you know, and it's like, man, my ego is just driving me crazy. These thoughts I know are not true, but I, I need help getting out of them. Because I know sometimes the, the deeper I sink into them, the, it seems like the harder it is to get out of them. And, and I just, I love the workbooks that Jennifer's given us because just reading through those prayers, just to me, that's something that's really helpful. Yes. I was... I I felt prompted to to mention something that that it's fine if nobody's interested or whatever, but just to offer that I send out willingness texts or receive them, or I think it's a really great practice. And so, um, if anybody's interested, and uh, I don't send them out to everybody, but um, we sometimes I'll I'll put them on, I'll push them on to other people or it's just a good practice for me to so to um, practice you know you have to think while you text and so you're it's going through your mind again and it helps me practice because willingness is really the huge for me it's the huge piece and the foundation to develop everything else acceptance trust appreciation and it has it all starts with a little willingness and sometimes I just have a little teeny weeny piece it's microscopic <laughs> and sometimes it's a little bit bigger so if anybody's interested I you know I can paste my put my phone number on uh, Facebook it's fine if you're not interested but I just thought I'd put that out there. I have about six or eight people. Carla, can you explain what you mean? This is well, me. what it is is I sometimes I'll just some uh, comes up something when, like I'm willing to be open to opportunities, or I'm willing to 
And so whatever comes up for you, just to practice your willingness, and by doing it, you're sending it out into the world. I send it out into the world in text, and it's like I'm sending my willingness out and increasing it, and that's what I do. I just put sometimes I'm willing to be willing. Whatever it is, sometimes it's more complex. I'm willing to consider the possibility that what I believe is impossible is impo- is possible, you know, stuff like that. Whatever so comes you, up for you know, So you put it on a you text, you send a text with, with those words to someone. Yeah, I I usually I can only text ten people at a time, so I just pick some. I'm I'm it, and it helps me practice my guidance. So. Sometimes I just pick some people, and sometimes I pick other people, and it really happens that usually, not every time, you know, because I only do it like once or twice a week, but, um, um, and usually, oftentimes, not every time, but some one person out of the group that I sent to will say, oh, that's so perfect, I needed that today, I'm having a really challenging day, and it helps remind people, so it's reminding myself, and it's reminding them, you know, and not that they need anything from me, that's fine, you know, but um, it's also a way to connect with other people, and not just once a week, you know, and you don't have to interact and have conversations, you just send it out there, it's just, I am willing and then write something, or I am grateful. Sometimes those, those are the two things I, I kind of focus on. I'm willing, or I'm grateful, and it can be anything. So that's cool. I like that. I'd like to be on your list. I'm not a real. I, my phone is just a little old. Um, it's a, one of those. It's not a. Uh, it's not a smartphone or anything like that. So it takes me a while to text. But I like the idea that. You have to focus when you're doing it, when you're typing it, you have to focus on exactly what you're typing so that's going right through your mind. But, um, yeah, okay. I'll put it on Facebook. Are you on Facebook? Um, I go on, I have a Facebook account, but I don't really use it. But um, I, can, I, can t- I can put it up right now. I don't care. I don't care who. Okay. So I, wait, wait a minute. We've got about um, just a couple minutes left, so. Okay, uh, we'll click. Okay, go ahead. 971-227-4880. Just tell me who you are. 971-227-4880. Just tell me who you are. This is Nancy. Nancy Q. I mean... The first time you text, just tell me, and I'll put it in my phone. Oh, all right. 971-227. Yes. Okay, got it. All right, thank you, Carla. Okay, no problem. Thank you. Hey, Allison, real quick. Yes. Before you pray us out, before you pray us out I was just curious of what your Indian name would be for yourself. Oh, my. Um. 
Actually, mm-hmm. you know what? I mean, before I just spit out an answer, I'd have to ask Spirit about that. So um, that would be uh, to be continued. How's that? Okay, that's great. I just thought it was cute what you said about Carla, and I just wanted to keep that one for yourself. So, uh, yeah. I, it just came to me um, when I met Carla. It was, it was, uh, and, I, and Spirit's guided me to say this like in, before we uh, pray out. is that as far as the conference went, um, and Leslie was saying that, you know, she wishes she was there, and you all were there. Um, I know maybe literally you weren't there, but I tell you, you all were with us, and Mm-hmm. We helped you and loved you um, every minute. So I hope you felt that. And um, mm-hmm. the other thing Spirit's guiding me to say is as far as the teachers go, uh, Jennifer, Gary, all of them that were there, um, I feel like I can say that, you know what, they are no different than us. They may have better skills that they can gain faster, but you know what, they get mad, they get irritated, they get resentful, um, so they're, don't separate, and, and I just I just needed to say that. They have their flaws, too, and we're all here in the same way, no better, no worse. Well, thank, thank you for saying that, because I do tend to, I think, put Jennifer on a pedestal, even though I, she's so real, you know, but, yeah, thank you for saying that. I think we all have, so um, that's just something to think about. Okay, anybody else before we pray out? I was going to say, this is Nancy. In the impersonal life, it says that um, the, if for someone to be able to teach, um, for God's teacher to be able to teach, they have to, a teacher has to be have something to teach. They have to have a connection with the people, the students they teach, which means they have to. Um, their connection is that they're the same as the, the their pupils. Perfect. Perfect. They're not better or worse or anything else. They're they're the same. Absolutely. Okay, everyone. What a great call. Uh, let's just end this by saying how grateful we are for this community, and how grateful we are that uh, the Holy Spirit guides us and and directs us to say exactly what someone else needs to hear and what someone else is feeling, that so we can help one another and that we can be lifted and therefore lift other people. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know. Be still and be. Thank you, everyone. Amen. Have a wonderful week. I love you all, and same time, same place. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you.